UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans, since 1999. It's my pleasure to introduce Carol Hutchins, um, who has retired after 38 years as head coach and 40 years with the program. Um, she is the winningest coach in NCAA softball history with 1,707 wins. Um, she is the winningest coach in Michigan athletics history. And she has led Michigan to 22 Big Ten titles, um, and then obviously the 2005 National Championship. So please welcome Carol Hutchins. I just want to make sure everybody can hear me okay. Um, gosh, I want to thank uh, everybody for coming out. The media turnout is fantastic. I'm certain that you're going to enjoy interviewing Bonnie Thole, who will be more dipl diplomatic, kinder, gentler, and uh, <laughs> less direct and to the point. Um, Bonnie's family, who's all here, as they should be, and um, some of our players on Team 46, some of the players that I consider my loves and my family for life, for you to come out today's. It's a great honor, and uh, I know I've made you cry in my office many times, and you might make me cry. And I have to, I don't want Harbaugh to know, but we have Ohio State in the house because Kelly Kovac Shanley, from, who is the head coach at Ohio State, but is a Michigan softball All-American and alum, drove up today because no matter what, I know there's a place in her heart that's always blue. So thank you for coming. Um, and before I begin, I want to publicly take, take this time to publicly congratulate Bonnie Thole on being the next head coach, the fourth head coach in uh, Michigan softball history. And she's been uh, my right hand wing woman for 28 years. And Leah read you a list of accomplishments that are um, only to be shared because of her and her architecture of this program and her love from the minute she walked on this campus as a freshman in 1988. Um, I know she knew that she was going to be the next head coach and she's been after my job for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have my job, I don't have my career without Bonnie and uh, she's going to be an amazing head coach. I've been watching her flourish as she was the only person that knew about this before it became, uh, you know, bigger and uh, she's flourishing in this role. She's gonna do a great job. And I wanna leave her with my most prized coaching tool, which is my lineup board. And this lineup board I've had for many, many years. It is state-of-the-art technology, <laughs> and it's magnetic so that we can figure out who's gonna play, and I have always affectionately referred to this as my Ouija board. Ouija board, Ouija board, how are we gonna win today? And I'm not going to lie, it's been wrong a couple times. <laughs> but uh, hopefully you will um, accept it, and I know you'll put it where it belongs, <laughs> where it's belonged for a while. So I got a few thank yous. Um, I'll tell you this. Forty years ago this week, I came to Ann Arbor as the assistant coach for $3,000. I just finished my master's degree, and my mother said to me, when are you going to get a real job? And I said, you know, it'll work out. It'll always work out. I wasn't worried. And then in 2005, when I was being carted into the national championship press conference, 
I was able to call my mom on the way. She was unable to attend. And uh, the first thing she said to me, well, was, you haven't been wearing your sunscreen, have you? <laughs> and the next thing she said was, you know, this has really worked out. And you know, it really has. I'm going to start by thanking Bob DeCarolis, who's the man who hired me and gave me this uh, lifetime opportunity. And I'm forever indebted to him. And honestly, he's, he's always had a place in my life. Um, Don Canham is the man who hired me, and I'm forever grateful to him. And, you know, the people I got to watch when I was a young coach who had actually come over from a place uh, somewhere in East Lansing, and two of the people that taught me the most about what it meant to be a Michigan man, Bo Schembechler and Lloyd Carr, and they inspired me over the years, and they taught me what that meant, and that's what it means to be a Michigan woman. Those are the same qualities and values that we value in the women. So I'm appreciative to them. And to every member of every Michigan softball support team, and I talk about strength and conditioning and athletic medicine and the academic support, our travel office, our field crew, our event management, our development, marketing, athletic council, media relations, facilities operations, our sport program administration. You know, you can go on and on. I'm sure I'm forgetting a few, but our success is a reflection of everybody holding the high standards that we expect in all of our programs for Michigan greatness. And to all nine athletic directors I've served, to Ward, to Lisa Savory, to Bitsy Ritt, and to Phyllis Oker, who was our original, you know, women's athletic director, their support and their commitment to me and to this program um, has ultimately just allowed our student athletes to flourish, to flourish here at Michigan and to move to the great heights that you've seen many of us reach. And most important to me will always be the people who I've had the opportunity to lead, to mentor, and to help grow up. Because all of us in coaching, we're just in the people business. And I'm honored to have been your coach. You've all impacted me well beyond what I could impact you. Because wearing the block M is the highest honor and privilege in the world for all of you and for me. And the core tenets of Michigan softball have always been that only this year 21 women in the world wear the maize and blue and walk on that softball field. That every decision you make and every decision I make is how does it affect your team. And our job is ultimately to leave this program and leave this world better than you found it. And that culture that's been created and sustained since 1978 has been built by every woman who's walked on the field. And uh, I will always consider that our greatest achievement. So I came here as a girl with potential, and I leave a woman with no limits. That's my wish for every woman who walks on the field. So I'm full of love, I'm full of gratitude, I'm full of humility, but mostly love for all things maize and blue. And I go back to my mom, Ivy, who I think of often. She was so proud of me. She told to me once, well, I was proud of Carol before she was famous. But she says, Carol, you're the luckiest person I know. And I can tell you that today, I'm the luckiest person I know. So thank you for everything, Michigan. I'll bleed blue forever. Go blue. A couple, a couple questions. Coach, your reaction 
to the softball world's reaction of you retiring? What's it been like? Um, well, I just told Juan I, I want my own T-shirt that says "Shock the World." <laughs> um, the outpouring of love is is part of our community. It's um, what makes softball, I think, one of the greatest professions in the world to be a softball coach. We are a tight knit group, and um, you know, as I've told them all, I'm not going far. I have a lot of passion, and I leave here with my passion intact. And uh, my passions are just going to be redirected a little bit. touched on it, but um, the difference now, not only in women's softball, but women's athletics, but from the time that you arrived here to now. Did you see the pictures of the field before we ever started? And uh, yeah, the, I, I consider myself a Title IX boomer, and I have evolved with that. I've evolved in this time here at Michigan where we were there was athletics and there was women's athletics. And now there's athletics. And my career has definitely been based on, there's been a fight certainly along the way, but now we find that the world understands that women matter, that if sports and athletics are valuable for men, they're equally as valuable for young women. And we see how we're thriving in that atmosphere. And Michigan, when I came here, was a little behind that eight ball and now we are living up to our famous mantra, the leaders and the best, and um, that's the way it should be. How did you decide now? I mean, you were good last, the team was good last year, you presumably could keep going as long as you wanted. How did you decide? I can tell you that I, I've had a number of people say, well, I just thought you were going to coach forever. And I said, so did I. Um, it's a process that you go through, and honestly, there's not really a moment that you decide. You go through different processes. And the only way I've ever made any decisions, I have to go back to my simple core value, is what is best for this program. And that's how I'll leave it. Coach, you mentioned that you're not going far, but what are you most looking forward to now that it's, you're going to be retiring? Um, honestly, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, resting a little bit. It's been quite a it's been quite a summer, and spending more time with my family. Um, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices that people have no idea unless they walk in our shoes. Whether it's Juwan, Sean, Kim, Hannah, Bev, they have no idea what we do every day to for our student athletes, and the time and the commitment. And uh, I think the sacrifices you make, and you make with family, you make with friends. And rightfully so, but at some point, um, I'm looking forward to making up for some of those sacrifices and, you know, and just enjoying. The one thing I look forward to do is watching games at Alumni Field and wherever I choose to sit. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> and the, the one thing everybody wants to do after the game is ask the head coach, why'd you do that? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to uh, the next chapter for Bonnie for Team 46, for Michigan softball, and for me. Fletch, can you describe how the team reacted when you met with them last week? I don't know if I can describe that. You know, um, I met with the seniors first. I uh, told them I hope that someday they can understand that I'm giving them the greatest honor because I'm entrusting them with this program. I think so highly of this senior class and the 
character of women that are in the program right now and they're all what it's supposed to be which is Michigan they're here from Michigan they're great Michigan women and that is an honor um, and I want them to know I love them and I'm not leaving because I don't want to coach them I'm not leaving for that reason but this is a new era and they're part of it and they will be great and they'll flourish under Bonnie the system is Probably going to be somewhat different, but I can tell you the values won't change much. So I think they reacted with a lot of love, and um, I hope they know I'm always here for them. Every person I've ever coached is one of my people. Anything else? Yeah, you said uh, you won't go far. Will you be present in the building much? And, and you mentioned Bonnie being with you for 28 years on the staff. What what really equips her in your mind for this for this job? This well, probably first thing that comes to mind is uh, she's been doing a lot of these duties for a while anyway. And uh, she has the ability, she has the passion, she has the knowledge, and she has the depth of character that it takes. And uh, she's ready. She's been flourishing since the minute she knew. She never knew it was hers until Ward Manuel interviewed her and spoke with her. But um, she's going to flourish, and she's ready. And I don't remember what your other question was. Will you keep an office in the building? Will you Absolutely be, uh, not. Will you be second-guessing <laughs> <laughs> second the head coach? Absolutely not. <laughs> Everything I, I told her, we've been chatting a lot about some of the things that she's busy right now. Um, everything I ever tell her now is just a suggestion. You know, I'm here to be helpful. My goal is to be behind the scenes to take things off the plate where, I, where it's appropriate. But I think the most important thing is she needs to take Team 46 and... She needs to get to work, so we need to get through this. Anybody else? Any thoughts of having a broader or bigger role when it comes to softball in general or intercollegiate athletics at this stage of its development? Um, I told you I have a lot of passion that has not changed at all. And uh, I do believe that I'd like to be of value to the world of athletics. I want to be of value to the Michigan Athletic Department. And I have a lot. I have a lot to say, and I have a lot to do. Anyway, thank you so much. Go Blue. All right, and next is our fourth coach uh, in program history, um, the first alum to take the helm. Um, she was a four-time All-Big Ten shortstop. She was the first player in conference history to earn first-team honors all four years. She spent the last 29 years as Michigan's top assistant, including the last, as, last 20 as associate head coach. So please welcome head coach Bonnie Thole. Thank you. And uh, thanks for the turnout today. It's, um, it's quite heartwarming. Um, as you can imagine, it's been a wave of emotions this week. And uh, I look forward to um, celebrating Michigan softball, celebrating Hutch, and then getting to work. Um, but it's with tremendous excitement that I stand before you today as the chosen leader of Michigan softball, this storied program. Um, I'm beyond humbled to uh, be given the confidence by Athletic Director Ward Manuel and Assistant Athletic Director Lisa Savory. And, um, I want to thank them for the investment in Michigan softball moving forward. 
Keeping Michigan softball among the nation's elite is their vision, and I want them to know is that it will be my vision and my pursuit and my staff's pursuit as well. I want to recognize Indiana University and Coach Diane Stevenson for giving me my very first opportunity in coaching and allowing me the training ground to, to this day, continue to pursue my passion and fulfill dreams. And to the many Michigan coaches that I see here and many coaches and administrators who have given me the opportunity to engage with them, thank you for your wisdom shared with me. And I look forward to many of you being your teammate on a new level. Um, I want to thank in particular Marsha Pankratz and Sean Bormet um, for sharing your leadership ideas with me and for being constant sounding boards for me through this journey. And I know that's going to continue to occur. My family. Um, since my arrival on this earth, I've been a part of a large family. I'm the youngest of seven children. So it's only fitting that I remain in my life's work is involved with being a part of a big team. They have lived this journey with me, and they have shaped who I am, and will continue on this journey throughout. So thank you. The impact of Carol Hutchins on this program the sport of softball, coaches around the country, and the athletes she has coached is truly immeasurable. Her work as an advocate and mentor will continue to positively affect generations and generations to come. And I am not standing here today if it wasn't for the education of Carol Hutchins and training me how to be a professional, how to advocate for women, how to have passion and help grow your team up. And I've been privileged to sit shotgun to Hutch for a long time. And as we sit in this space, Schembechler Hall, Coach Schembechler made an enormous impact on Hutch as a coach, teaching her, one, first, to never apologize for her passions and to always use this kingdom, Michigan, to build your people. She has passed that influence along to me and I take very seriously this role of carrying the torch that Hutch so, bright, so brightly lit. I am forever indebted to her for preparing me for this moment. The greatest honor of my life has to wear, been to wear Michigan across my chest. It's a privilege that myself and 227 other Michigan softball alums have enjoyed. And few of them are with us here today. So thank you. The 46-year 40 existence of this program has seen 22 Big Ten titles, 12 Women's College World Series, one AIAW World Series, a national title, 62 All-Americans, and honors go on and on, but mostly Hall of Fame individuals. The standard to excellence will be upheld, and you should know that as alums in ways that we train, in ways that we study, and in ways that we compete. Connection to our alums will continue to be cultivated, and our proud base will always refer to Michigan in the present as we. That's my hope. The University of Michigan breeds excellence, and Michigan softball 
has a rich history of winning championships and graduating exceptional human beings. That is not going to change. Continuing this tradition will remain our focus as we provide our student athletes the opportunity to be challenged every day and to stretch beyond their limits so that when they leave Ann Arbor, they're prepared to face any adversities of life that come their way. And the result of this process will be championships on the field, earning a renowned degree, and enriching the communities that they become a part of, again, once they leave Ann Arbor. Pursuing championships. Oklahoma City is not just a destination for the Women's College World Series. It will be a mindset in our program. That mindset will permeate every inch of how we behave, how we communicate, and what we do on a daily basis. The road to winning titles begins in recruiting. And we will have great attention paid to bringing academically focused and athletically superior athletes who understand the value of a Michigan degree. Identifying top tier talent has been something that we've done well here for a while, and that will continue. And our priorities will be in this order. It will be pitching, offensive prowess, and multi-positional players. Great consideration will be given to athletes who have been part of a championship team or system, because this will be of great interest to myself and our staff since those athletes commonly possess traits in championship DNA that breeds more success. The next phase of development in this talent, once they arrive on campus, will be personal and athletic, developing strong, confident women who ultimately become empowered through their competitive experiences is our mission and frankly our responsibility as a staff. We will resource the, re resource the expertise of our trainers, our coaches, our advisors to reach this goal. Observers of Michigan softball will witness a highly versatile and athletic team, and our daily approach will be energetic and detail-oriented. The staff. We have a talented and experienced coach in Jen Brundage who has developed more all-American pitchers than any coach in the country. She's at my side. Along with Faith Canfield, who infuses a great work ethic, energy, and a tremendous insight for the game. I will work with completing the rest of our coaching staff in the coming days. But Lou Porch as a strength coach, and Jeremy Kelch as our uh, video coordinator in player development and Amber Garrett as our new Director of Operations, and Brian Boyles-White as our trainer, and Sydney as our nutritionist, and Raquel as our academic advisor. Trust me, all staff will play, a hard, will play a big role in helping Michigan win. The culture. The culture of the program is strong, and the values of Michigan softball has, have been built and will remain on respect, accountability, um, really commitment to others, and championship softball. And we build this foundation on what Hutch referred to earlier, or some of our pillars. And it's always been, you leave the program better than you found it, 
And that's not always measured in wins and losses, but that will be a part of the formula. Always protecting the block M and representing it with great class and humility. Championships, it goes without saying. We're gonna get 1% better every single day. And then we're gonna do this and we're gonna stay with an approach of gratitude. An attitude of gratitude is gonna be pervasive throughout our program. So Michigan has led, Athletics has finished in the top three of the Learfield Director's Cup for the past three years. The winning tradition of Michigan is alive and well. And Michigan softball will continue to add to that Michigan athletic legacy. In closing, I can't express how excited I am for the opportunity to lead this program and to be a steward of this great Michigan softball tradition. I look forward to working with the student athletes who are the heart and soul of our program and watching them flourish personally, academically, and athletically. Go Blue. things the same and tweaking things to your own leadership and tactical style? Absolutely. Um, you know, the wonderful thing about our staff for years is that we have um, been driven by the same mission and the same values, but yet we have all very unique, different personalities. And um, I'm going to encourage that. I want my staff to be them because that is what makes us um, so outstanding and I know I, I need to be authentically me and um, to this point that has been what has really pushed my career um, to success it's what I, how I have um, how I have functioned and it has been my part in the program and there are going to be a lot of things that are similar we refer to the pillars of the program um, that's the solid foundation that we'll work from but there are going to be differences and different ideas in, um, you know, how we engage our student athletes and um, placing some of the ownership back on the student athletes so that they feel um, this is not about just what I can get from this Michigan experience, but what can I give to this Michigan experience? Before last week, did you two ever discuss this day that it would come? Absolutely. It's been a discussion for probably a dozen years. Um, and I never knew when the moment would occur. Um, I only knew that um, I had a great mentor who taught me so many things um, and was going to be at my side even beyond the years that she was coaching in the third base box. Was that why you sort of stuck around? I don't know if you had this opportunity at other, at other programs. I mean, 12 years. Um, you're right. I've, um, I have had opportunities, um, but I think I've intentionally and purposely um, turned away from some opportunities for this very moment. And um, I'm beyond grateful that this moment has presented itself. Um, I know the impact that Michigan 
and this program has had on my life. Um, it's very easy to be fully invested in what I think this place can do for my student athletes. And so you're right, I was very intentional about the people I wanted to develop at Michigan. Bonnie, so much conversation in college athletics about NIL, transfer portal. How has that changed the game? How has that changed softball? And, and how will you approach that going forward? Well, I referred to um, creating an experience in an environment where our student athletes feel they have ownership of this program, yet understanding the value of um, what a team really looks like. And I said to them the other day, you know, we refer to family, and we're not just going to talk about family, we're going to act like a family. And um, we're going to, when we're going to think of each other before we think of ourselves in many situations. And um, the college athletics is changing landscape with a lot of transfer portals, um, NIL, and uh, we're going to work just to navigate that. And we're going to work to make sure that our student athletes feel value and give value. You've had a long time to think about this, 12 years discussing it. But now that it's happened, what, what is it like to fill the shoes of someone who has, has the aura that, that Hutch has? Sure. Um, well, again, I've had a front seat to all of it for many years. And um, I've seen the grace that she's handled um, her celebrity with. Um, but again, I'm not here to fill the shoes of Carol Hutchins. I'm here to be a steward of the program. And I think back in the mid-'80s when Hutch stepped on campus, she had no idea of the legacy that she would create. And I think that she just remained uh, focused on building her student athletes and growing kids up for a living. And that will continue to be my focus as a leader. And uh, I said, it, I'm not here to match the legacy of Carol Hutchins. I'm here to build on the legacy of Michigan softball. Coach, uh, Coach Hutchins was mentioning that with you now in charge of the program, it's going to be a little bit nicer, especially with, you know, kind of dealing with things. But what are some things that you're excited to do in order to implement and make this program, as you mentioned, authentically yours? Um, well, I think that the one thing first and foremost, and I refer to it as, as uh, putting the, the communication piece, taking it even to another level, so that we may create some um, committees and councils where our kids can um, use their skill set, not just as athletes, but as people and as leaders and continue to develop um, in ways where they can serve Michigan softball and serve this athletic and academic community. Um, and so I think that, that there are some things that we're going to do, obviously, in a day-to-day -day situation, what practice looks like. Um, the organization of it, that'll change a little bit. Um, recruiting, we're going to dive deep into it. And uh, we're going to continue to recruit, like I said, athletically superior and academically focused kids here. And so 
Um, there are some processes that I'm putting in place, some systems, trying not to do so all at once. Um, but I'll tell you one thing, this is a, an experienced group of seniors, kids with big heart. And I asked them, I charged them with a, uh, a project this summer, knowing that we were going to have so many newcomers. And I asked them to help me in creating a newcomer manual. And I'll tell you that one of the seniors came in the other day, and they had been talking amongst themselves, and they said, we understand there's so many time limitations that we have with practice. We want to take the newcomers ourselves and have a team meeting and present this information aside from our practice time. And that's the kind of motivated group that I'm working with to start. And we have outstanding seniors to lead the way. And um, we're going to build off that, that mentality. Uh, you mentioned a little bit what you're expecting from the staff, but what are you expecting from your student athletes, particularly the more experienced ones, in terms of this, uh, assisting with this transition? Sure. I'm going to ask them first to uh, understand that there are going to be maybe challenges that uh, they haven't seen before uh, in ways that might even surprise me. And so um, I'm going to ask them to, to really help lead the underclassmen. And our program has a rich history of doing that. But, um, you know, we're going to spend more time visiting with each other and helping them understand maybe some of the decisions made all decisions can't be understood in the moment. But I think uh, dialogue with those leaders and them feeling uh, that they're able to flex their muscles and really impart some great Michigan knowledge on the younger people and newcomers, that's the best thing. And that's how I'm going to lean on them from the start. You mentioned uh, that you had spoken to Marsha Pankratz about leadership tips and pointers. Uh, what did she talk to you about? Well, Marsha's just an outstanding leader, um, as are so many of the people standing behind you. Um, just the ability and the access that Marsha has given me to discuss uh, team dynamics, um, direction of the team, or um, maybe not, not necessarily day-to-day -day because our sports are different, but uh, what that leadership looks like and how you can bring a team together, um, I think that's what Marsha does very well. And that is, that have, those are the discussions that we've had. Time for maybe one more. Do you have a favorite story? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> I should have been prepared for that one, right? Um, my favorite Hutch story, um, it, it probably, one of my favorites is that, um, you know, before we had nice big buses that we, tra we travel in, we would travel in vans. We would arrive at a location um, in rent vans, and we all had our vans. And I will tell you, this was over 20 years ago. And to this day, the group that stayed in my van remained in my van, and Hutch's van remained in Hutch's van. And to this day, 
I would say Hutch probably has uh, text thread communication with the van, her van, probably every other day. And it might not be 100% of them, five or six of them, but that just speaks to the impact that she's had on people's lives and says it all the time. You don't come to Michigan for four years, you go to Michigan for life. And that's just an indication of what the student athletes that we've coached and that she has coached mean to her. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you for listening to the umgoblue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for umgoblue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.